Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. If you're anything like me, you probably have a love-hate relationship with your cell phone. I've been building an online business since 2014, and the technology online space Our phones have developed so much over time and I find myself having this love-hate relationship with this tool. This tool has been such a blessing and at times this tool has been such a curse. So in today's episode, I want to share with you a little bit of my journey with my phone and share with you some tips and tools that you can use to set healthy boundaries with your phone, especially as a kingdom entrepreneur, that we don't want our phones to become an idol y'all we like idols are not the little images and little golden um, statues of a calf or maybe some cut out of a of a god can that be it sure in some people some countries maybe that is it but are so many things can become an idol and that is why that is the first commandment to have no other gods before god himself so i want to share with you some staggering statistics about cell phone usage and these tips to help you keep it in check. So listen to some of these stats. 74% of Americans feel uneasy leaving their phone at home. We become so dependent on our cell phones that it's like it's this, it's a necessity. And yes, are they tools and do they have a lot of good things? I don't know about you, but I write my grocery list in my phone. It's obviously where I house all of my contact information, my business I run from there. I have many apps and different things. I have a Bible on there, right? And so I actually just posted on Instagram the other day a carousel of, you know, what if we started treating our Bible the same way that we treat our phones? I'm going to read these to you because these are such thought-provoking questions. So what if we turn back to get our Bible if we forgot it? Like so many times I have done, I've gone back to get my phone. What if we carried our Bible everywhere we went? I don't know about you, but there are times I carry my phone from one room to another in my house. What if we checked it for messages throughout the day? Not our phone, but our Bible. What if we checked our Bible for messages throughout the day, just like we do our phone? Uh, There's a staggering statistic on that. It is on average, Americans check their phones 344 times per day. That is once every four minutes. Y'all, this study was done in 2022. So this is a newer study. 
344 times a day. Can you imagine if every four minutes we picked up our Bible? Like how would your life change? My life would change drastically in a very good way, I'm sure. What if we spent an hour or more using it each day? Listen to this statistic. On average, Americans spend two hours and 54 minutes on their phones each day. The average American will spend nearly a month and a half on their phones in 2022. 44 days. Y'all, that's crazy. Now, I remember years ago, whenever I became an entrepreneur in 2014, um, one of the things that I had learned from you know different people who were successful that we're you know sharing some tips and ideas of how are the successful people you know that top 2% or that top 3% how what do they do differently than the rest that don't ever succeed to that extent and one of those is they don't watch TV and so of course that statistic that you know I think it's on average Americans watch 3 to 4 hours of TV a day well it's like the phone has taken place of that right it's just one other opportunity to create a distraction and most phones have that built in where you can see you can even set timers for your kids for yourself to how long are you on your phone and for those of us who build a business on our phone I think we can use that to justify it but really if we looked at it and and was really honest about how much time we're spending on the phone for things that are productive, things that are good. I don't know about you, but I would have to admit that a lot of those things are not good. And so really, if you think about it, people checking their phone 344 times a day, for every once every four minutes, spending up to three hours a day on their phone, 44 days out of the year. Can you imagine ca- carving out 44 days to just spend time with the Lord, read your Bible. And again, I'm not I'm not here. This this episode is not to say don't use your phone. Your phone is the devil. No, my phone has helped me do a lot of amazing things. It still helps me connect with people and it lets me take notes when the Holy Spirit gives me ideas when I'm out and about or I'm whatever, I can take notes. There's so many good things about technology, but when we don't have boundaries with it, it can take over our life. And in fact, it can become an idol. 71% of Americans say they check their phones within the first 10 minutes of waking up. That is one of my tips for you today, is not to check your phone the first hour of being awake. There have been studies done that shows what you do the first thing in the morning will literally impact the rest of your day. And so one of the ways that I have been able to implement that is number one, not to check it, but we have to also create boundaries around that too. One of the things I do before I go to bed is I put my phone on airplane mode. That way, I don't have notifications or alerts. That's another tip that I'm gonna give you today. And I'm gonna give these all in a row so you have them all, but I'll probably sprinkle them throughout the episode that turn off your notifications. So literally, the people who've created this understand what we are as humans and how our response is, our behavior. And part of that is the the dopamine, the, the drug, like the adrenaline that we get when we see notifications on our phone. It makes us feel like a certain way. And not only that, but we wanna check it. Our brains are so incredible. There have been so many studies done about this. And the people who created these phones, they want to keep you on here as long as possible. So apps like Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, like the goal is to keep you on the app as long as possible. So it's, it's they want to do things to keep your attention, why they have games, why they have things that you can push and you can interact and you can engage, right? There's so many studies done even with our children. That's a whole other episode. But I might bring my friend Trudy. She is really passionate about technology and and kids. She knows some 
crazy statistics about that. But even that, I feel like, you know, our kids are growing up in an environment where technology is normal. It's, it's, it's just what they do. And at the same time, it's our job to create really safe boundaries so that they're not part of the 71% that is checking their phone in the first 10 minutes, that maybe they're, you know, talking to the Lord or doing something else productive, or they're not every four minutes checking their phones. 53% say that they have never gone longer than 24 hours without their cell phone. Can you imagine if we didn't go more than 24 hours without talking to God? Oh, how backwards this stuff is. And again, these things can be good things, but the enemy will use good things to distract us, to divide us, to keep us from doing the very thing God created us to do. 40%, 47% consider themselves addicted to their phones. 35% use or look at their phone while driving. Hello, that's not safe. I am guilty of that. I sometimes look at my phone. This is actually one of the rules, one of the tips that I learned from the productivity course that I did with like an eight-figure like business mogul. And one of the things he said was to not take your phone, not to use your phone in your car. Um, put it in a place where you can't have access to it. He also says don't use your phone in a store. So if you're standing in the checkout line, you know, rather than pulling out your phone, checking your alerts, texting your friends, make conversation with the people around you. And that has been a challenge to me. And I'm even a people person, but it's so much easier to just stay in my own little world, check my phone, you know, comment there. But those are uh, some additional tips that you can use. So 35% use it while driving. Well, guess what? 64% of people use their phone on the toilet. <laughs> Come on, are you guilty? I have been. That's also a tip for the productivity course. Don't take your phone into the bathroom. You end up spending way more time there than necessary. So it's really creating safe boundaries around your phone so that your phone isn't taking over your life and not being an idol. 70% of Americans check their phones within five minutes of receiving a notification. Now let me tell you that as a newer business owner, this was probably one of my biggest things. And I had shared with a client before that I have a little bit of PTSD with Facebook Messenger because I used to think as I was spending a lot of time building relationships in Messenger that if I had asked a question that I needed to get back to that person immediately to keep the conversation going. And so what that would do would keep me stuck in Messenger all day long. And I had to learn over time that you know it, it's that's that's not true and that there is no I'm not going to miss out and conversation on messenger can look a lot of different ways and that my, somebody else's emergency to me isn't necessarily necessarily an emergency for my life. Now I'm not saying that we don't want to respond to people and of course our phone can, phones can be used for emergencies but sometimes people think it's an emergency and it's really not an emergency and so every time you get a notification this is another tip turn off all of your notifications so that when you open your phone, you don't have those little on, at least on the iPhone, like all those little red bubbles saying you have, you know, five new text messages, you have three new alerts on whatever app it is. I go into my settings and I turn all of those off. That way, the only way that I go and check and know that it's there is when I go and check it. And that helps me not feel like I need to go check it as soon as I see it. 64% use their phone on the toilet, already said that one. 61% have texted someone in the same room as them before. Now I can understand maybe if you're like 
in a church or at a wedding or in a building, right? You, you're texting someone because you maybe can't talk to them or I don't know. But that's just an interesting um, stat that can you imagine if, I mean, are we becoming so robotic that we are forgetting how to talk with people? We're made for community and that's not just virtual. It's, it's real people. 48% of people say they feel a sense of panic or anxiety when their cell phone battery goes below 20%. 45% say that their phone is their most valuable possession. That right there screams idle. And 43% use or look at their phone while on a date. Ladies, can we promise that if we go out on a date with our men, we do not play on our phone. We don't look on our phone. We're not worried about our phones. So I want to share with you, after sharing some of these crazy statistics, some other boundaries and safeguards that I have put into place for me uh, and, and my phone. So number one was turning my phone on airplane mode the night before. And this kind of goes to the next tip is to not take my phone in bed. Y'all, I can't tell you how many nights, and I still do this sometimes, but when I'm intentional about it and I say, no, I'm not going to take my phone into bed, I'm not even going to allow myself to lay down and do this, because what happens is, you know, a half an hour turns into, or even just a quick check of something quickly, turns into 15 minutes, turns into 45 minutes, turns into an hour and a half. There have been nights where I'm on my phone at one in the morning, I'm like, what am I doing? And let me tell you, if I tried to read my Bible until one in the morning, my eyes would start to get super heavy. I recently heard this and I thought it was really thought provoking. And it was an old video of a pastor and he was basically saying, don't tell me that there's something spiritual with this, that you can watch a movie until, you know, 12 o'clock, one in the morning and have no problem staying awake. It keeps your attention. Yet if you try to read the Bible at night, or even really any book, um, how sleepy you get. Like there's something there. And I thought, man, that's really thought provoking that what is vying for our attention so much. You can't help but think there's something spiritual there with that, that the enemy wants to keep us occupied, keep us busy, keep us distracted. And the very tool that can do amazing things can also be a burden and a curse at the same time. So no phone in bed. And then when you're putting your phone away for the night, what I like to do is put it away from my bed. So not on my nightstand because I can easily grab it. And that naturally will be the first thing that I grab whenever I wake up in the morning. So I like to put it on my desk or in my bathroom. Sometimes I'll put it even further away, like in my bathroom, which is a decent several steps away from my bed so that I can't grab it right away. That also forces me to get up out of my bed instead of hitting snooze over and over and over again. So no phone in bed, airplane mode, and putting your phone somewhere where you can't reach it from your bed. And then number four is to not check it at least an hour after you have woken up. So maybe you work out in the morning. Maybe that's when you do your quiet time in the morning. Uh, I encourage you, don't allow your phone to be a distraction in the morning. Um, another tip we talked about already is to turn off the alerts on all of your apps. 
don't allow it to vie for your attention. Like I think the statistic was 70 some percent of people check it within five minutes. That keeps us a slave to our phone. That keeps us going back, going back. It's addiction. It's going back and back and back. If it says it needs me, then I need to be there. And so turn off all your alerts on each of your apps so that you only know what's happening in that app when you intentionally set time to go into it. And I encourage you to set time limits around the apps that you're using. If you are building a business on a platform like Instagram, then set a timer for the activities that you're going to do. And then don't scroll the same time that you are posting online, right? It's like, you know how they say sin takes you further than you, than you want to go? I think social media takes you takes longer than you want it to take. Like it does so much more and it requires, it, it can take so much more of your time and requires so much more of your, your attention than you originally intended for it to do. Um, that's my other tip is you do not need to respond to people as soon as they write. Like that is my part of my PTSD from network marketing. Other people's emergencies are not your emergencies. I already said that. And so don't feel the need to respond to people right away. You should have set business hours that allow you to respond to people in Messenger or in the DMs, depending on where you're chatting with people, the same way that you would check your email should be the same way that you check those messages. Another tip is no phone at dinner time. That obviously is to engage conversation with your family, your friends, but not allowing that to get in the way. No phone when driving. We talked a little bit about that. It allows you to be fully present. It allows you not to get distracted by other things. Um, no phone when you're going into a store or a restaurant. And maybe you're taking your phone in, but you're not pulling it out to distract yourself, keep yourself busy. I want to encourage you, if you have the light of Jesus in you, just making eye contact with somebody and smiling could really impact somebody's day. And so this is something that I've been personally reconvicted of lately, that if we're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, then we also have to allow our eyes to connect with other people. And I think we're just living in a world where people, it's so much easier to go within and to feel alone than it is to make make conversation with people and just let people be seen for who they are. And then the other tip is no phone in the bathroom. Now, moms, I know that's always a joke pretty much in every house. The bathroom is the only time that we possibly have alone, which not really because there's hands under the door, there's doors flying open. Like we don't get that quiet alone time. Like our husbands get an hour or more and we're like, what's going on? Where are they? But I encourage you, this was one of the tips that I had learned in the productivity course was not to take your phone in the bathroom. And then another tip could be that you have a box of some sort that, you know, especially as your kids get older. Now, my kids don't have cell phones. We keep saying they're never getting them. But of course, we know at some point they're going to have a cell phone. But what we can do is have a box of some sort and put our phones in that box so that when it is family time, when it is dinner time, when it is time to shut it off. Now we do that with electronics in our house. We have a dead stop and we have time limits of how much they can have each day. We set timers for it and that works really, really well. Eventually that's gonna change to, to their phones, I know it. And so even with me not having that yet, perhaps, maybe the Lord's telling me now, like you can start that now so that they see that that's what you're doing. Hey, put your phones in the, put your phones in there. It's time for family time. So these are just some tips that I 
hope help you. And again, the idea of this is not to say phones are awful and you shouldn't use them, but really just to check your heart and ask the Holy Spirit, like, has my phone become an idol? Have I been relying on it more than I have been relying on you? Have I been spending more time with it than I have been spending with time with you? Have I been checking it more than I have been checking in with you? And maybe it's a simple prayer of repentance. Lord, forgive me. I am sorry for making it more important than you are. Lord, help me to use it in the healthy boundaries that I'm supposed to use it. So let's pray that, right? Let's pray it. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for showing us um, that we have tools that are really good, but with without boundaries, these tools can become distractions and become idols. And so Lord, I ask Holy Spirit, just check our hearts. I've already been convicted in this episode, not only creating it, but as I'm even speaking it out loud, um, there are some ways that I can, I can, I can, I can make some improvements in my life, in my business, in my family life. Lord, just to honor you and honor, honor my family and honor the time that you have given us. One of my biggest struggles is not having enough time. But Lord, how much time do we spend doing things that are not productive? So Holy Spirit, I ask if you're convicting the hearts of anyone listening to this, Lord, that there is no shame, there is no condemnation, but Lord, there is freedom in saying we are sorry for making this more important than you. And we want to turn away from, we want to repent from that and have your forgiveness and set healthy boundaries for ourselves, for our business, for our family, so that we can thrive and flourish in not only our businesses, but in our families, in our personal walk. And God, we thank you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.